0: air whipped across the chasm. Only yesterday, Aranok had torn 15 feet of the majestic, white stone cross causeway from its place and remade it as a wall, protecting them from the dead during their battle with Anhills' great lizard demon. Then it had been protection. Now it was a barrier. Once they got to Alden's roofs, getting out would be straightforward. But the path to the rooftops was now across a fatal drop to the norloch and through an agitated horde of dead so he was going to try something he'd never done use his wall spell to make a second bridge connecting them directly from the north cross causeway to the nearest buildings on land bypassing the dead completely with his mind clear aranok was remembering things lost if he focused completely on the earth pictured what he wanted It should run the path they needed. But if he tore too much from the depths of the loch, he'd unsettle the foundations of the cross causeway and dump them all in the freezing water. A hand on his shoulder. Aranok, I've seen you do a hundred miraculous things. This is just another one. Minagog was almost unrecognisable. The king had shaved his striking black hair and beard and wore a simple set of black leathers. In contrast, Samali appeared human from marble, the rock upon which Eden could rely. Maybe the greatest warrior he'd ever seen, but for the man who'd raised her, or the woman beside her. Alandria. His own rock. It had been awkward since they discovered Jeneas' trick, convincing them they were lovers. Instinct said she was angry with him, but they had no time for the kind of discussion she might want, might, need. Hopefully that storm would blow itself out, given time. This was their army. The four of them carried the truth that would restore Eden. Having my with him again was comforting. He felt his friend's confidence in him like air, buttressing his belief. Aranok looked down at the water, up to the rooftops, breathed deep and closed his eyes. Bala Natalav! Focus. The loch roiled as sodden earth broke the surface. It rose like a beast from the deep, and Aranok was reminded they'd left a demon's carcass down there just the night before. In moments, the mound reached the edge of the causeway. Now it had to stop going up and go out. Another deep breath and he watched as it extended mud and rock surfacing in a rough line toward the shore. His mind was barely clinging to the magic. At any moment, it felt as though he'd lose his fragile focus and the bridge would collapse back into the water. The ground shifted beneath Aronok, and a shock of pain stabbed as he dropped to a knee. Someone caught his arm. He couldn't look up, couldn't look away. The bridge crashed through the seawall and he was no longer pulling up Lochbed, but stone and cobbles of Alden Street. Almost there. Aronok! He was yanked back as his makeshift barrier against the dead came crashing back through its old position, taking several feet of the causeway's edge with it. He landed against someone. Confused. Unfocused. Out of control. Another rumble. A festering avalanche of dead poured into the lock as the other side of the cross-causeway crumbled. Fuck! Move! Alandria pulled Aranok to his feet as their side of the causeway shifted and lurched to the east, away from the new bridge. Go! Go! Aranok gestured urgently to the others. The new bridge was only about eight feet wide and they slowed as they reached it. The earth was slick with seaweed. Move too quickly and they could fall. Too slow and the bridge might collapse before they reached safety.